Oh shit, right into it. Jump right into it. Do I have time to take a big sip of my white wine? Drink more white wine. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast. This is the day we have all feared greatly. It is Zach's victory lap. <laughs> Dread it. Run from it. God, there is it no comes escape. For you. Oh, I will say, Zach, it took like an hour to get you on the car, but it's so worth it. See the, the <laughs> radiance, the joy. Is it? Is it the white wine? Is it the finicky victory? Like what? What's? How is? How are you? Do, what's happening inside you right now to make you so just glowing? Are you pregnant? Well, I, I'm pregnant. I got to drink the blood of my enemies. I saw <laughs> the guys on Friday night. Oh and my God, right. that's right. Mm-hmm. That's so mafia. Said, that's the most mafia said, thing ever to bring bring in just the, the wounded and the defeated to eat and break bread and to just uh, look at them down the table and shame and be like, I'm feeding you now. It's like I sat right across from Ben. He had to look at me. Well, you know, their league dues paid for my meal. It's beautiful. <laughs> they had... They had to look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Just absolutely Um, had to. Every conversation led back to some version of uh, me talking about just destroying Ben. So I was telling the story. Like, at one point, (laughs) because uh, the condensed, condensed things. As you remember, going into the Was he able to eat? Did he actually eat his food or was he just sick? He had to keep running to the bathroom, so uh, oh, he, he shame could tell shits. it affected him. He had the shame shits. I know about that. But I mean, I was I was texting you leading up to the final week. Yeah. All my pre excuses of like I'm gonna lose and you know my team sucks and week eight you know not even week eighteen it was like week seventeen like who you know who the fuck knows what's going on. Um, flash forward, I took some time to screen grab Wilt Chamberlain holding up a 100 because at the time of that text, I was up 100. And then I feel like in the time it took me to find the picture, screen grab it and send it, I was up by 200. And I was like, I don't know of a culturally relevant picture to send. <laughs> there is no, maybe there's a NASCAR, like a weird sport thing. No, man, uh, looking at it, you had it all cooking at the right time. It's funny, your most valuable asset may have been Brandon Aubrey. Uh, just the right kicker at the right time. And how many years has this happened in a row? doesn't matter who it is, but the Dallas kicker somehow helps decide who ends up being the champion of Finicky. But honestly, the quarterback combos of, of Lamar, Josh, and Jared, I think could be argued to be the reason you win. And I'm just going to say that the reason you definitely didn't win the championship is because you got uh, Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua because I very clearly stated week one that those were the mistake. That was uh, The right move was picking up uh, Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly is who you wanted week <laughs> one. You definitely didn't want all those other fucking guys. I lost a lot of sleep after the uh, the big 
podcast making fun of my uh, fob, fab, whatever it is, investment and those guys. Because also it was true. It's like you just, what, two rookies on a team that might suck all year. It's like, what are you doing? Should have sucked a whole lot. And honestly, after that whole wild card, I think everything made sense. They're like, yeah, they lost, they lost, they lost. The only game that was close was Lions Rams. And honestly, the Rams could have won just as easily won that game, but also could have just beaten anybody else in the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that feel game... as bad for losing them twice. Like they're just, they're fucking really good. I, Aaron yeah, Donald's still very good. I, they would have destroyed I, the Browns. I wasn't able to pay too close of attention, but it did seem like all their main players, like literally uh, Stafford, Puka, Kyron, like they all left for a while, or at least some version of like, oh, they're dead. They're not yeah. going to play anymore. Especially Stafford. And then they... Because he actually has still left his body for like a short <laughs> yeah. period of time. Like the camera's tight. His eyes have gone to the region of the brain where it's just to say it's just a, like a it's literally a white flag. It's the white part of the eye. It's the surrender. <laughs> it's the surrender of the human body, and yeah. uh, yet he just kind of like rolled him back in and was like, "Glad I got all that rest," and just popped right back up. Matt it's Stafford like if they let be the hardest a, dude of all time. I don't know. Yeah, it's like if they let Tua finish that one game where like his whole body did like a hard reset, and they're like, you know what, just get back out there. <laughs> You yeah. can finish this one off. There's no way You're this fine. damage is permanent. Why don't you get yeah. back out there and just play some more of what you do? Play more sport. Uh, uh, but how see- great is it? The Lions. The Lions might do this. Well, they probably won't, but I kind of hope they I do. I think we're all Lions fans. And I think we said that last week, but like, I think we're all Lions fans. I just Did you see the, um, the Eminem thing? Mm-hmm. Where he was just like, yeah. I fucking rapped for you. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, be... Like, Come on, let's do this. Like, just you owe me. And it worked. He's, I think he's, it was so weird though, because like his beard is so dark and his little hats, and it's like, what does that mean? I rap. And it was like kind of threatening, but it was also like said with love. It was a very odd, confusing video. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a weird, dark thing. One, I think that Eminem actually had could have had a phenomenal comedy acting career. I don't know, mm-hmm. what was it, Funny People or whatever, where he, like, yelled at uh, the Everybody Loves Raymond guy. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah. I think it's my favorite moment in all of film ever. But, like, as far as, like, rapping goes, like, Eminem could have, like, died, like, right after doing the, the like, Dre, like, What About Dre? And everyone would be like, he could have done such great things. Imagine a world. But, like, since then he's done nothing and that's fine that's fine he's done plenty i'm I like eminem but yeah i think it's better that he kind of stopped there's a you know it could be sad you couldn't say homophobic stuff anymore and that kind of ruined half of eminem's lyrics and jokes i think he's just leaned into comedy how did we spin into this jesus christ we're so early in the pod we're totally you can't talk about anything detroit related without a good like 30 minutes on eminem Damn it. I promised yeah. myself. Did you I know wanted. he's white and he raps? Let's start. Let's yeah, do, just do the whole thing. Wow. Who knew? There's so many other Detroit stars we could have focused on. Um, all right. So Detroit's still in. We're still in about Detroit. Um, how is there? What If you, I already kind of said it wasn't, it wasn't the rookies. Would you say it was the rookies? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to pick it for you. I want to still hear it from your words. 
What is the reason you think you won Finicky this year? If you had to just like oh. one line it. Yeah. One line, I can't. My friend, I won a championship. I one line my ass. Here we go. So <laughs> it helps it helps to beat somebody by 200 points. That's a good start. Uh, I Like, I was looking at Bliss. God, he's just not going to stop catching fucking bullets on that forever. I think this is... I don't know how... We knew Ben Bliss as someone before, and now we know a totally different Ben Bliss. Uh... That sucks for him. I don't him. know how he's going out into public. I don't know how he, how is he, how is he raising yeah, his children right now? Did you get like a private now? room for him when you guys did the whole <laughs> dinner thing, or did it was it out in the open where the paparazzi could get at him? Yeah, and no, everyone was pointing and laughing. I was like, oh, that's that guy. They all heard about loser it. guy, um, that guy who loses by a lot. But to get somewhat serious, so because I was traveling with a toddler right before our draft, I I didn't have time to get bogged down with like. Oh, this might be a fun late round pick. And I fell in love with this guy on Hard Knocks or whatever. Like, I literally just out of dumb luck drafted like boring players who I knew had a role. James Conner, that guy's going to run the ball, nobody else. Rashard White, he's the only fucking guy there. Uh, I knew that defenses would go after Adams. So I got um, Jacoby Myers. I didn't know he's going to rush for like fucking half of his touchdowns, but I'll take it. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. Like, just, and, like, there was a dumb man's version of, like, draft, just uh, Travis Etienne. It's just, like, just guys who have the workload or whatever. Yeah. And then the only shots I took were the QBs, which was just, like, I've never drafted elite QBs in our league before. And turns out it's so nice to not look at rankings every week and be like, <laughs> who should I play? Yeah, I'll just play the two best guys. And then I'll, I don't have to think about it too much. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice to never having to click the uh, the quarterback rankings button. And yeah, no, I, and this was the year. This was the year to get what they used to call the running back dead zone. Like this year was that was where the greatest fruit was. You know, it's like Rashad White is, and even in our league, not even a great deal because we don't do PPR for PPR leagues. Yeah. he was like oh, yeah. number two overall. But like. You're right. Usability. James Conner, Rashad White, ETN. When they were in, they were playing 20 snaps. And so, oh, yeah, congrats on that. And then Kyron Williams and Puka. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then also, like, like, my biggest injury. Every year, people lose their top guys. My biggest injury was uh, what you, like, brainwashed me into. You really just played me don't like a act puppet. Like Mark the, Andrews didn't get you like three quarters of the way there. <laughs> three quarters. He did good. It was just so funny because like again, super delirious, like uh jet lagged out of my mind. And you I, I just came into the our draft podcast fun and you were just like, Chris did it, you should do it. I'm like, Wait, yeah. we never found out. Did Chris win his league? Shit. Did he mention I also won my league at dinner? Is that oh. something he maybe mentioned? No, no. He, I don't think he wanted to steal my thunder from just no. uh, rubbing it. Yeah, we're those face. kinds of friends. We're super respectful of that. I sent you the picture, though, dude. Chris and Lyle, man. And we have like a side uh, LA finicky thread. No offense. Don't get mad, Off. everybody. Off. But uh, when we plan our little sushi nights, and there was this running joke of what we were going to wear. And it, it ranged from like, a suit and a tie all the way to like jerseys tucked into jeans like Friday Night Lights to like jock straps and all these things in between. 
And those motherfuckers showed up to dinner in their dress clothes. I'll send you a picture. I did. Yeah, they looked like John Wick characters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the guys who like clean up after you murder a bunch of people in your mansion. Uh, yeah, just a little, so, just a few specks of blood on one collar would have really put it together. God bless them. Yeah, they dressed up for Bliss's funeral. It was very nice. Speaking of Bliss's uh, funeral, I'm looking at his team, and I don't know how we ever thought there was a chance. Uh, no, no, nothing. Like this, uh, this team, I, hearing. I didn't even think about it, but bringing Snake back on. So, like, Snake was supposed to, or Bliss was going to be on last week, and then he got sick. Sick. And then uh, we brought on Snake, and Snake just being like, yeah, he totally uh, blew me out of the water that week. It was just <laughs> so clear that he still didn't quite understand how all of it happened. And yet I look at it. And I don't understand how this team won. I guess give, I don't know. It's just, I did tell him to put Julio Jones in. You can't look at some of these players. They were, that was, those were my efforts of trying to talk him into making an aggressive. Well, for three straight weeks, it was like, how do we help Bliss podcast? Like, Uh, (laughs) look at the waiver wire, do this. And then I got spiteful. Like, when I saw that, uh, I think it was Swift wasn't going to play week 18, I I picked up. Whoever's backup is, I don't even know. Yeah. I was no, just I love like, that you did that. I love that you got Kenneth Kane well. I love that. I remember watching this, and uh, the Bucks turned out well for you. But I remember being like, Falcons D. I just, I see they're ranked high. I just don't know. Negative seven. Negative is that this seven. fucking like? You imagine if this was a one point game, and the Falcons just fucking buried the knife with a negative seven. They're projected for six, and somehow. 13 short of that that's so bad that's rough it's rough uh anyway it was a great run do great bliss um well the only thing that makes me sleep better is let's say what should have happened happened and, you would have won uh, you, snake's yeah. team who dominated the whole season if we would I, I at least would have won but that's also just because my team turned it on at the right time like you know i i feel like this was the most stressful nine win one tie season i've ever had look at this uh, though imagine that if you had played bryce bryce baby and let's say it was close he would have gotten negative two from hertz and negative two from aj brown right when it mattered most like yeah, that would have yeah. been and you, he would have had to play because he would have eagles to play are like you don't not every game play those guys yeah yeah every Ooh. game they're playing for a an important like positioning in the playoffs so it wasn't a waste of uh superstars Good God. Yeah, that would have been tough. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, JP, I guess you – so you rolled in with uh, 428, which is – what I mean, that's almost 100 higher than everybody else. I think the closest was JP with 340, and I don't think he was touching his roster. Uh, but he got most of those points from Bobby Wagner. So, I don't know. But that is a great point. Like, my score and other people's score, it's hard to compare because I was, like, still just – once it became fun just to see how high I can run up the score, I was still right. tweaking, yeah, trying to get every last little point. Um, but no, I feel like it was it was a very fun season. Uh, I feel like everybody, for the most part, was pretty competitive going into the end. I remember, like, I had to beat the last two teams that I played just to even get in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it all mattered, it felt like, which was good. Greatest, greatest, greatest fantasy football league in the world. 
it's 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 still consistent. Well, I'm I'm glad for you. I'm proud. I'm, I'm glad you you stuck it out. Um, we'll give you one last chance at the end of the pod to really victory lap the shit out of it. If you want to talk any awkward shit at the very end, uh, that's exactly where it is. I'm gonna Venmo you your winnings. Um, oh, live on the air. That's live beautiful. Live on the air. Um, I will say it is. You've noticed I'm wearing a robe. Like it, it's so cold in this room. It's so ungodly cold. My phone has actually dropped from twenty percent battery to five percent battery. I'm gonna get this out. I'm get this out before I get yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, while I do this, uh, I remember the rule used to be you have to bet it all. Is there anything you would be willing to? Is there any like postseason gambling that you feel pretty oh, pretty solid dude, on? We should have. I mean, no, we have time. We can come up with something. I do love gambling. Um, the really the Speaking only odds. Oh, I can click this. The only odds they have out yet are Packers Niners. Niners by ten? I don't know. Packers look pretty good. Dude, the Packers playing well is makes me so happy for lots of reasons. It's fun all these young guys balling out and having a good time, but also just like anything to make Aaron Rodgers feel like a dumb piece of shit. I am in for right now. So I want Jordan Love to win as many games as possible by connecting all of his passes in the highest QBR in the records books. And like uh, every, every chance that he can take to separate himself from what like people thought was going to happen. Oh, Aaron Rodgers left and this guy sucks dick. No, just fucking be the best player in Packers history. Like, <laughs> and not let Aaron Rodgers and just not yeah, and let Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, go on with his fucking molester mustache on his dumb fucking web show, whatever the fuck he does. Right. And sound like a psychopath. When you and Snake were talking about him, and you guys were like, (laughs) is he this or is he that? I was screaming in my car at the top of my lungs. Like, he's a fucking weirdo. Like, there's no question about it. It's obvious. Uh, So I hope the Packers win. Also, just because, you know, fuck the 49ers. Right. Um... No, uh, part of my success, I will say, there's this new, very degenerate app. Oh, look at that money in the bank. That's so nice. Thank you, by the way. Sent it over. Just, uh, ah, it's tough. Uh, uh, There's a new degenerate app called Prize Picks, Uh and it's just player props. Uh That's all you bet on. So, like, for example, you just open up right now, uh, Christian McCaffrey over or under 89 and a half rushing yards. So, basically, Vegas odds on the chances of your fantasy success. Yeah, 100%. And you can bet fantasy score if you want to. So, this helped me make so many decisions during the season <laughs> where, like, I'm like, if Vegas and this app thinks that this player is, oh, wow, that's a lot of points or fantasy. Yeah, well, if they think that, then I'll play him. Like, that's uh, legitimately, I would say, 20% of the reason I made, like, a majority of my roster. Now the secret is out, days. Finicky, for those still listening uh, postseason. And they were just probably just couldn't even re- just swallow this vic- victory. This is going to be a tough idea. listen. No one's yeah, going to want to. But now all the answers are out there, Finicky. That's what you do. Use technology. Technology can help you. I will say the ESPN estimates of like, oh, is he good at six, seven, six points or seven points is just bullshit. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. better apps, better stuff. I think, honestly, I think you're ahead of something, Zach. I think that's, you know, it's like, will he get six points or will he get seven points? Like, honestly, no, don't show me that on the app. 
Show me the Vegas odds on his exactly. receptions and chances of like touchdowns and yardage. Like that's what I need. I don't need their like history of the past nine games. Like let the there's already people doing that kind of math. Let me see that. I think that's very smart. Um, all right. Well, you know what? I don't. You just got the money. I know it feels warm in your digital pocket. What I want is uh, you to soak on. Niners minus 10 and any other bets you may make with the money. We'll, we'll do that at the very end to know what Zach is going to waste and blow all of his money on or spend it so well and make so much money that he pays for an all-inclusive trip for us to do the draft next year. Um, it seems like it's an either or. Coaching changes. Hold on, but hold on. We should we should find a, a way to make the bet be that it's either zero dollars or whatever it would cost to take <laughs> whatever ten it people would cost, yeah. to Las Vegas. I yeah, it's I good, mean, you know, just like the, the, I showed you the room at Circa that I've always wanted. It's like got like bunk beds. I mean, we did it kind of like that, where we just rented a room large enough that had enough couches and stairs. Yeah, people were like sleeping underneath the TV. We were using the windowsill as a... I think of that so much because it had connected rooms and everyone had a bed and everything. But I remember JP had like five people sleeping in his room. And I woke up in my room just like alone. And I was like, oh, oh. And I put on my <laughs> well, that was part and of I, the process of the day. I like, yeah, walked I just... around. I had my uh, – and the, 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 the coffee cart we had ordered it came in. And it was just like Andrew Bottom sleeping on the couch next to the whatever, like, 20-foot <laughs> window. And I went and, like, touched the digital remote that opened up the giant window and exposed the uh, Vegas sun to everyone who had slept all the way till 8.30. I didn't, yeah. didn't even have kids yet. I was just a monster back then. God, the pre-kids Vegas trips, man. Those are those hit different. Also, I mean, just the ability to be up, to watch the sunrise, and then uh, power nap for an hour, and then go out again. Rise like the sun. Yes. Oh, that God, was good. good we old were, days. We, we, that was the, that was back then. We, we just really wanted to be the guys from The Hangover. That's all we wanted. So... <laughs> And then and we did your, and then we did your your batch party where we did like a really nice steak dinner, and I was like, oh, this, this is another side of Vegas. That was the transition into being, you know, we had incomes that supported nice dinners and gambling, and not just the room. Like that's how it used to be. We used to spend every last penny on a nice room, and we couldn't do anything else. Yeah. There was always bargain hunting for the next uh, activity. We would leave your steak dinner, though, at your bachelor party and be like, all right, now I'm going to go make all that money right back. And <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, I wish I wish he was part of Finnegy, but my favorite part of that trip is when uh, Leif was like, I'm, you're not going to see me again unless I make enough money to buy Gucci slippers. And then he and bought he disappeared. Gucci slippers. I he disappeared for like 12 hours and he walked into the club with his fucking Gucci slippers on. I was like, my I man. I think he had known job. that he had said the words, therefore, like to not come out with Gucci slippers would just be like not yeah. a story at all. Yeah, yeah. But he might have went into debt. <laughs> so him, much debt on those he, fucking he Gucci him. slippers. I bet the entire time while he was buying, he's like, these fucking, why did I say Gucci? Um, all right, coaching changes. Uh, I know it doesn't feel the same. Down there, but man, the vibes in the Northwest are insane. Uh, are you guys sad? Everyone's sad. Well, I mean, yeah, it's seasonal depression. Everyone's sad, but like now, no, it's actually the opposite. They're trying to like really sell themselves on like, this is so great. 
This is way better. Like, I love that uh, our coach just went to Bam because now we got Jed Fish. You know, that guy we could have had like 50 times, but like now we have him now and it's like way better. And they're like fishing on Mott Lake. And they've got all these like, it's on the inside. You guys are in a, that's a stage of grief. You're it's a stage in, of uh, grief. You're 100% yeah. right. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's, yeah, man, they're sad on the inside. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't think this was a big deal until I saw Pete Carroll's, like, press conference, and that was fucking sad. That was an emotional man who was like, clearly this isn't what he wants. Uh, All of a sudden, football's gone. He's like, you know, I also love my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> now I that just I remember it, right existed. now, I love my wife so much. Yeah. <laughs> my family uh, and my wife. Well... The thing that makes this hard too is like they. I feel like every, half the coaching positions in the league are about to be up for grabs. Mike Tomlin gotta go. He's not a good coach. No uh, shit. You think a guy what that's never had a losing season has got to go? No, yeah, because he's always one game above five hundred. Like, and he can't make anybody good. I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't, I look at that squad and I'm just like, this is this is. You're kind of like what we have with Pete Carroll a little bit, where it's just like it feels good in the moment because he's always there and he's got a good attitude and like he says the right things. But at the end of the day, like you're nine and eight <laughs> always. You, you gotta you, avoid you, the I middle. Either be a bust yeah. or be a winner. I will. Yeah, I I hear you on that. It's funny. That's a weird thing that Kyle Shanahan was able to do. You know, the guy never goes nine and eight. He either goes like five and eleven or whatever. And, or he goes 14 and three. Like, it's just like, it's yeah. fucking opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum constantly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also known as know. the recipe for success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least in the short time that you have. Because, well, the Seattle thing for me is I just don't want like a coaching carousel. I don't want to be one of those teams where it's like we have a new coach every two or three years right. with a new system. And a new this, a new this, like that definitely sucks because that's where the, the beauty of a Pete Carroll or a, a fucking Tomlin is, where it's like, this is our culture, our team, and every year it feels good to be a part of it. Like, even if you're not winning Super Bowls, it does feel good to have that stability. So I really just want stability in whatever is next. So, but I the looked, amount of. What was I say? I looked sorry. at it when you were talking about, when you were talking about the Steelers coach. And him, yeah. but I was, I was saying, it's like, look at the trend of the coaches as if we're, we're, we're thinking about now. Because, like, I agree. You don't want that, like, turnover, that craziness. And remember, we Holmgren was our rock, right? And then mm -hmm. we went to Mora. But that's what I loved about, uh, not Jody Allen, uh, Paul Allen. He got one year of Mora, and he was like, fuck that out and he just fired him immediately <laughs> yeah. he's like everyone out you're all fucking fired and he got Pete. Yeah. and it was like maybe he had been thinking about pete the whole time so i i do open the the world of the like maybe that's just what whatever this next hire will be a soft transition so that we can prepare mm -hmm. longer for the big transition when they said they're going to keep pete it's like okay so this isn't a full 90 degree turn. It might be a soft turn. Dan Quinn I think, is a soft turn. Like, that's like, I'm yeah. Right yeah. Well, 
Also, after what just happened, Jesus Christ, no, thank you. Yeah, that was uh, a cooler idea like 48 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So part of what I was getting at is like there's so much turmoil now. Like all these – first of all, no one really knew that Belichick and Ben Pete were going to be jobless. But then all of these other <laughs> coaches, I feel like, are on hot seats after this fucking weekend. Yeah. Like holy shit. So here's my other thing. Right now it seems like what's – working or in or maybe just kind of like brainwashed by the lions is get a former player to coach your team and as much fun as it would be to have like marshawn lynch be our next head coach just for the fun of it maybe that's a sitcom or something maybe that's my next thing but like a big sitcom it it should be more of a like quarterback or linebacker so like a signal caller someone who had to like understand the game tell everybody what to do but that's and then if pete carroll actually wants to be an advisor which i feel like is like um he seemed you like know, he took he, that as like the the like the coupon out like as you walk out the door and be like by the way you're also near you're still here yeah don't forget your coupon you're still part of the team cash this in on your way out and you still get to be in, in the loop like almost yeah, to, like I, we don't want you to go anywhere else. We still want you here. Exactly. It, I feel like it could go two ways. It, it could be the like, hey, grandma, go live in this facility. And it's nice. <laughs> and we'll be here all the time. Yours is darker or, than mine. <laughs> <laughs> or or it could be like, we don't want anyone else to take you from us. Yeah. I mean, because you have value, but not enough <laughs> value to be like, oh, Plus, we so know your saying, wife like, you... is not going to let you relocate again. So, hey, let's just be, let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. and But if you bring in a former player, and I don't give a shit if it's a Seahawk player or not. So you're a saying former a player, former Pete Carroll player. Or at least someone who, when you come in and they're a little bit rough because they're not a full on like coach coach, they're a player. You have a Pete Carroll presence to be like, let's fast track you into being a good coach. Because like, what is it? Vrabel worked for a little bit, kind yeah. of ish. I don't know. I think it's insane they let him go. I think it was more positive than negative. Right now, it's working uh, for Detroit. Like, and you know, the this is insane because I don't have I don't have the hangups that most people have. Like, I'll take a fucking Belichick. I don't give a shit. I'll let Tom Brady be our head coach again, as long as it just it works and it's stable. Fucking bring in Tony Romo. Bring in like a really smart football guy who can coach a fucking team. Who I don't care about. I'll take Harbaugh. I don't care. No, you think. won't. Okay, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I will say this, but that's something to think about. We because we have kept uh, Carol in the building, it actually does limit us from getting those franchise makers. You know, the guys who are just like I. I come here. I'm not offense. I'm not defense. Right, right. I am right. a franchise, a and that yeah. is like the Harbaugh's, the Belichick's, you know, like who's currently in the NFL. Like, <clears throat> I would say, like, I mean, honestly, like Dan Campbell. Like, I don't know what he's better at, so he's maybe that. Uh, the best example for me is actually like uh, Jim Harbaugh. Like, the guy was a special teams head coach, special teams coach, and then became the head coach, and then just like yeah. you know, eh. um. All right, this is I, – I want I, – I told you to have a pick, and I don't want you to say it before we go through some things. What, the, this was my math that I looked at. This is an interesting thing. Of all the teams that are still in the playoffs, the Texans, obviously first year, they have their defensive head coach 
And I don't know, CJ Stroud, top 10 quarterback, like uh, superstar on the rise, whatever. They've got that. Defensive coach, superstar quarterback. The Bills. Yeah, well, on a, on a superstar quarterback on a rookie deal. Like that, right. that is the success formula. That right is. There. So that's one of them. So that's one of your success formulas. The Bills. Defensive head coach, Sean McDermott. Superstar quarterback. The Steelers, out, doesn't matter. The Ravens, leader slash defense, whatever. He's like a fullback coach. But, like, whatever Jim Harbaugh <laughs> is, that in a, in a top 10 superstar quarterback. And then you've got the Lions. They are the outlier, which maybe means they're going to get eliminated. But, like, they've got an everything coach and just a lot of really good players right now. So let's, they're off the map. They're the outlier. The Niners, offensive head coach. Kansas City, offensive head coach. Top 10 quarterback. Packers, offensive head coach. Eagles, offensive head coach. They're out. Bucks, another weird outlier. Defensive head coach with an offensive head coach mentor because it's the closest thing that happens to the Seahawks. Remember, head coach guy, I can't remember, dude from the Steelers, retired. He's a consultant. They brought in the defensive. They brought in Todd Bowles, who had been a head coach somewhere else. He's now the head coach of the Bucks, And they just, like, retain that incredible defense they had, and they scoot by, and, and now they're in the divisional as everyone else. I don't know if that's a, a model to try to replicate, but those, those are the teams that are left. And it's like... If you're going to be a defensive head coach, you need a superstar head, superstar quarterback. And I don't know if the Seahawks yeah. have that. I like Gino. I just don't know if we have that. Well, and maybe that's why it never worked. Yeah, no. No, I mean, Gino is Gino at this point. It's not like you're going to – I feel like we're maximizing Gino. Right. And that's why <laughs> I'm mad at Shane Waldron. I don't think Shane Waldron's going to get to keep his job and all of this. But, like, let's not be mad at Shane Waldron. I think he did pretty well. Incredible wide receiver yeah. core. Insane wide receiver core. Uh, I up feel and like coming this job. Great running backs, blah, blah, blah. But blah. Yeah. No, the I feel like the Seahawks coaching job has to be a highly coveted position. Way high up in the upper echelons of jobs people actually want. Because like Cowboys so, like, number one. What would you say? Cowboys one? It's mm-hmm. good. The Cowboys is going to be a job. Seahawks. And then like, it's, it's honestly, what do you want? Seahawks or or is Chargers open? Chargers, Seah- yeah, so Seahawks, Chargers, and Commanders. And I'd say Commanders only because you got the second overall pick and you got a lot of like good players and, and a lot and of draft commanders. Picks. And a Commanders at least comes with like no expectations. Whereas, like, if you go to New England or that goes to kind of places where it's like, you we win, man, that's what right. you have to do. Whereas New England's like sort of low. Like, oh, well, they already have their head coach, so it doesn't really matter. But like, those kinds of players yeah. are low. I, like the Panthers, they have no first round pick and they have high uh, expectations yeah. all of a sudden. Like it doesn't make any yeah, sense. With a, so with an owner who fucking throws drinks at people, I don't want, you don't want to go work for that guy. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I would do CX is up there. So all we, because we have, we have Metcalf who's young. He's like 25. Yeah. And uh, we have the rookie wide receiver who's didn't have a great year, but he'll be all right. Um, right. Lockett, unfortunately, is a fucking tough one for us. Would you like to see the salary cap presentation? Of course you would. Do I have it ready? Yes, I do! Bam! (laughs) Here it is. This shows the percentage of our cap. 12.5% of our cap goes to Geno Smith. 
fine. Uh, 11.15% of our cap goes to Tyler Lockett. 10.7% would go to Jamal Adams. This is all next year. I think we can get out of Jamal Adams. I think Jamal Adams had his chance. I, I, we could do a whole nother pod on Jamal Adams. I don't, I obviously it was a bad trade. I don't think the guy yeah. ever recovered from injury. And also, I feel like we have young defensive players who are doing great. I, I'm not, I'm not as no, good no, as you. No, like, That's but, the thing. We don't need yeah. him. It's just in retrospect, you know what? It wasn't a bad move. He never recovered from injuries. Bummer yeah. city. Cut him. Save. Uh, that's well, it's 20 million in dead cap. It's not great. Um, DK Metcalf. Not, yeah, that's fine. Quandry Diggs, that's fine. Draymond, then it goes Draymond Jones, Will Disley, Julian Love, Uchenna Wosu. And then it goes starts to rookies and, and super veterans. Um, it just feels like maybe we don't need Will Disley anymore. I don't know. I don't know if he needs to be our seventh highest paid player. I don't know if we're going to keep Will Disley. It, it kind of depends yeah. if, if the next incoming head coach really wants to keep him around. Um before we leave this sheet, because I'm going to close it, uh, this is a, a weird free agents. I don't know how many free agents think we have, but whoever you think we have, we have more than that. Leonard Williams, we mm. traded a second-round pick for. That sucks because he he's due for $21 million. Uh, Bobby Wagner, Drew Locke, Phil Haynes, Devin Bush, Noah Fant, Jordan Brooks, Evan Brown, Dale Taylor, Mario Edwards, who actually played really well, Damian Lewis, Colby Parkinson, fuck you, DJ Dallas, Michael Jackson, and then after that, it's James Curran and a bunch of other people. But, like, the only person on this list that I really want is Jordan Brooks. Is that crazy? No, he's too injured. I don't think we can keep him. I really don't think we can. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm just brainwashed by his good games. He had some good games, though. But that's the that's the other thing is that when you bring in a new coach, you're now going to have that merciless, complete unattachment. They're yeah. just going to be looking at guys that they can bring in from their previous team to replace these people. You could just draw the line at Evan Brown. We're not going to bring back Jordan Brooks, Noah Fant, Devin Bush, Phil Haynes, Drew Locke, Bobby Wagner. The only one Hear you might out. bring back is Leonard Williams because you traded a second and a five for him. But honestly, yeah. that's not the new coach's problem. Like, I, yeah. well, you fucked up. I don't have a use for Leonard Williams. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me, Can you make Bobby Wagner our next head coach? It would save some money, maybe. It might save money. Uh, it's not, <laughs> well, a bad, not a bad idea. Aren't linebackers and head coaches 33 and a half? Game? His age is 33 and a half. It's just like it's, uh, kids do things. <laughs> it's that much closer to a birthday. Uh, At least bring him on the staff, you know, let him train him up, get him up there. You know what, though? I don't, I don't think there's a lot of – there are some coaches that I actually might want to keep – all right, before – I think we're there. I think we're there. I think we're talking who's the next Seahawks coach. Let me just walk through hypotheticals for all the other teams, and you tell me, fuck no, without telling me who your pick for the Seahawks would be. So I, I don't have a pick. But I already told you. I, I sent you a text really, a day ago. I, I know, you. I know, but I just came up with, you know, Marshawn Lynch or whatever. Like, I don't That's really what know. you did? Okay. Well, then we're going to walk through this together. I don't have to worry about spoiling anything. All right. You just yay or nay my potential picks for other teams. The Chargers. Other teams. Okay. Vrabel. Yeah or nay? 
Oh, yeah, sure. That'd that be sounds, a dream for him. Yeah, it sounds like a perfect fit for him. Um, Commanders, Harbaugh. Ooh. Gets to pick his own quarterback. Gets to build the culture. It seems like a yeah. Harbaugh thing. It's a good Harbaugh fit. He gets yeah, to start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Falcons, Ben Johnson, the uh, the Lions offensive coordinator. Uh, they're gonna invite. They're gonna literally invite everyone to interview for that role. I was gonna say, don't you think the Falcons want to like aim higher? Shouldn't they? Should they should be fucking going for. Pete this Carroll is the only reason I have Ben Johnson is because he's the offensive guru. How much more fucking fun is it to have Kyle Pitts? And yeah, that's true. If, and maximize and all John Robinson yeah. cooking in a modern offense. That's just ah. Uh, no, you know, you're you're. Logically, that makes step. You're right. You it's know more than fun, I do. I'm fucking, I'm sure. which means it probably won't happen. Um, <laughs> it's a smart move, so they won't do it. it just, it'll you. never happen. Uh, Cowboys, Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just to, like those two old men, Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick, just like. Yeah. If I'm going to pay a $20 million price, I'm going to pay it for something that was as valuable 10 years ago than it is for now. He's gonna yeah. buy a, a main. He's not gonna. He's not gonna buy Tesla. No, he's buying Chevy and Ford. He's going straight <laughs> Belgian. But also, I think he cares more about like the headlines of it and the stadium feeling of it than he does the, the actual. Like, of bringing yeah. in, put Belichick in one of those fucking those hats that the coaches. <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, those big stupid hats. Um, Raiders keep their head coach, and then the Patriots are FBO. So. With that, you don't have anybody who you like for the Seahawks. If you had, outside of Marshawn Lynch, anyone who's actually in the modern coaching circuit right now, is there somebody who... I, you have to give me some names. Who can coach us? Well, I, all I, the Dan people Quinn. I just said, like Vrabel, if they said Vrabel, would you, would you be jumping Yeah, the oh, that'd be... Take him in a heartbeat. Let's do but it. But I don't think he Vrabel, also kinda... Vrabel doesn't want Pete over his shoulder. So Dan Quinn, let's talk Dan Quinn. I didn't have Dan Quinn on my list. I don't think Dan Quinn gets a head and coaching job. What do you think about Dan Quinn taking over the Seahawks? I mean, it would, I think you said it on the other podcast, it would probably be a, like you get one year yeah. to really make an impact or we move on from you pretty fast. It's uh, and I'm fine with that. You look at the history of the Allen hires and honestly that kind of fits, I mean, Jim Mora was not a big reach for the Seahawks when we brought him in for one year. And all that did was mm -hmm. give the Seahawks more time. And Holmgren was big and Pete was big. And it just, yeah, it kind of, I don't know. And then, like, it, it really doesn't mean that Waldron gets to stay at all. And uh, you want to know the one thing that bothered me? I think Waldron did great. You know what pisses me off? I don't know if you noticed this. Did you get to watch the uh, Packers game at all? A little bit. A little bit. Do you remember the, do you remember the name Bo Melton? Yeah, of course. Why didn't we use Bo Melton? Like, Shane Walden was like, put him on the practice squad. He's not ready. And the Packers are like, the fuck he isn't. And they just brought know, him right? on. Yeah. And he's just scoring touchdowns for them in the playoffs. That is my only reason to fire Shane Waldron. The fact they let Bo Melton just walk out of the building. Walk away, yeah. I'm pissed about that. I saw something recently that was brutal. It was like, what, what was it? one of our picks... And it was like the five picks in front of our picks. I can't remember. I shouldn't even because it's so brutal. But it was like, damn, all of those players are legitimate impact players. I, th I think it's, I think it's, um, God damn it, what's his name? Uh, it's D. Eskridge. I'm pretty sure the five picks in front of Eskridge are all yeah. really good. And we took D. Eskridge. Yeah. And then it's funny because <laughs> the Rams then took Tutu Atwell. I'm like, ha, 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 
<laughs> He's too small. And then he ends up being good too. Like it's just uh, we fucked that up so bad. By the way, DS Gridge. Uh, I believe is like 13th on our uh, cap because he's a second rounder. Um, all right, I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna say it's a it's a name that uh, you may have never actually heard of. Um, I'm make sure I don't pronounce it wrong because it's a complicated name. Um, Ejiro Evero. You ever heard of Ejiro Evero? No, but on name alone, I want him. What all right, he is. Only 43 years old, and I think he's actually an incredible coach. He's English. He grew up in California. Uh, he played football, so he's a pro. He was a former NFL player, which, like, you're into. That's, like, totally your thing. <laughs> Taking my boxes. He, he, was a sign, he was an undrafted free agent with the Raiders in 2004, the year they, like, they won the Super Bowl, I guess. I don't remember that happening in 2004, but if it did, that means uh, he's, like, proven. And then his coaching career began, and he has coached for the Niners, the Packers, the Rams, and then he took over as defensive coordinator for the Broncos when they were incredible. And then he didn't take the head coaching job for the Broncos because he was pissed, and this is per Emily, she's my Broncos insider, he was pissed that they didn't keep Nate Hackett or that they did him so dirty. So then he went to the Panthers. And I don't know if you remember this. Last game of the season, they lost 9-0 to to the Bucks, who just won a playoff game. Mm-hmm, and he kept 100. them to 9. He's a good <laughs> coach. He's incredible. And he could poach. So Brian Burns, I think, is the best edge rusher Eh, not the best. One of the best young edge rushers, if not the best edge rusher in the NFL. And he's just sitting on the fucking Panthers doing nothing. He's going to want a lot of money. But, like, if we just sent our first rounder to them, because they don't have one, and just brought in Evero, if Evero vouched for him and we bring in Brian Burns and use all of that Jamal Adams money and maybe all the money from a lot of other veteran players we don't need anymore... Oh, the last, the last thing we 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 just can't draft edge rushers, and like it's just let's just do it. Let's just get a good edge rusher. Let's bring in Brian Burns. Let's bring in Evero, and then I mean I would love to keep Shane Waldron, but those bring in some other offensive guru, and uh, I don't know if you get a close two of the offense we had last year, and you get the defense that the Panthers and the Broncos had. I don't know. He just seems like some guy who's young. He's 43, and, like, the past two franchises were in complete disrepair. And so he just fell Dude, through the cracks. I love everything about this. This is the best thing you've ever, ever said ever? on any podcast. This is the best thing I've ever said? <laughs> yeah, maybe ever. <laughs> Period. Yeah, this is – I love this. Uh, great name, English. You're right. He's got a he's previous He'll player experience. He'll be so experience. well-spoken. Because he's English. <laughs> it's like a reverse Ted Lasso situation. <laughs> like, uh, no, I love it. Bliss is really good at making, like, pitch decks. You and Bliss need to take this um, yeah. straight to Renton, or wherever the fucking headquarters yeah. are now. And it's basically Renton. Yeah. We're going to I Renton. I love this. No. Yeah. All right. I'm glad. Born in Colchester, England. You know, where football happens. 
Dude, uh, there's going to be so many fun, you know, when we have, like, game days and they show, like, people throwing the fish or whatever, but then they're going to do, like, British stuff. And then when we and do gonna... when we do the Europe game and everyone's just fucking oh. all Seahawks fans, like, uh, we love Deidre. We told him he was stupid, but now it's great. The, the, yeah, players are going to his, like, family house where he grew up. Oh, my God. It's fucking awesome. Also, think of the kicker pipeline. It's work for Brandon Aubrey. Holy shit. But also, you asked me who I think should be the head coach of the Seahawks, and I came up with uh, Marshawn Lynch like an idiot. And you have that in your pocket. Like, that's like real analysis. That's real facts and stats. That's a good fucking idea. Well, that was a good idea. Well, I, it's uh, it's funny, too, because I don't think Asia Evero is a name that once you hear, I'm not going to give Emily any credit for it, but she was saying it all over the house for a while, so it's stuck <laughs> in my brain. And then I was just like, what about that guy with the fun name? What about fun name guy? Um, She's on a win streak, dude. She was totally vindicated with the whole, like, Wilson won't make it to the end of the season. God. Drew Locke is going to play before we know it or yeah. whatever the fuck that guy is. Yeah. I'm kind of second fiddle. Uh, I'm second fiddle in this house. It's not great. <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny that uh, you're, you know, there's two football experts in your house and the lesser expert hosts the podcast <laughs> oh, oh it's so great to have you on the pod zach <laughs> um all right we're scratching the end oh i will say so the seahawks did invite four people in for no six people in for interviews they're all over the place um the only ones of note are our boy evero is on the list um, nice, thank God. The Raiders defensive coordinator, who is just, I guess, just kind of like a, a, a pass rush heavy maniac. The offensive coordinator for Miami. Which is oh, awesome. I love that. That's insane. Uh, but it's like, and then like, eh, there's a bunch of normal people, but it's like, you know, for all of our, like, what are we looking at? We're looking at someone who can utilize our run, young running backs. We have two running backs on rookie contracts. Our wide receivers, Lockett's gonna get like twenty-five million next year. Like, what are, are we gonna be able to keep him and, and use him? Are the Make young coach, young corners. I, uh, no coordinator. Okay, sorry. I have a question for you because I don't know this. Like drafting a quarterback is clearly just a complete crapshoot. No one knows what they're doing. Right. You know, first round picks. Fail all the time, whatever. Especially sixteenth overall picks, like that's just like a dead zone for quarterbacks. Yeah, but like, and I, forgive me if you've talked about this on the podcast before, but like, trading for quarterbacks, I don't know what the success rate of that is either. Like right now, it's working out with like Baker Mayfield for. I don't know if he was traded. Well, he was a you know trade. He was like, a free agent. Yeah, worked out yeah. great. Is there any quarterback that was like, oh, we're gonna trade for this superstar? potential and it worked out like can we what do we do because gino is a band-aid and we don't have anyone behind him trading for a quarterback you know it's funny i thought about jake cutler that's me because i'm just looking at your face but like jake cutler was a guy who was (laughs) traded for uh and he was like not super old but like i don't know if that worked out like it's kind of a toss-up I don't know how to take that statement. <laughs> You've always had a Cutler-esque look to you. 
shit. Good way, Jay Cutler, like scumbag Bears quarterback, shithead Jay Cutler. I think we called him the Snake, but yeah, that one. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, you had your own nickname for him. <laughs> the guy that would Photoshop oh. cigarettes into his mouth, like on the field, like yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, the guy who would like would just leave a game and show no emotions, and everyone hated him. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, all right. I'll, yeah, you always, uh, I, I thought if we were going to make a, like a made-for-TV Jay Cutler reenactment movie, I thought you'd just kill it. I thought you'd do really well. I'm that, this, this is going to – I'm going to overthink about this for <laughs> weeks, weeks and weeks. Uh, yeah, well, next time you're on the beach throwing a football, you'll be like, yeah, right? Who's the snake? <laughs> Who's the snake? Who's the snake? Um, um – Oh man. Okay, so all right. Well, we're not gonna go to the final music yet. I have one last. Wait, hold on. Thing. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no, did we solve this QB problem? What do we do? Oh. Do we draft it or we trade? Well, with the 16th overall pick, I think I love Brian Burns. I'll ask you this, because I'm up here in the stupid Northwest where everyone's crazy. Do you want us or even think about us taking Penix? Oh. Uh, that'd be great. I don't care. Fuck off. No, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) Penix is not that. He's not a a mid-first-round pick. No. What? No. Absolutely not. He's old. It is not accurate. And he gets spooked by all the pressure. What? Sure. Didn't he he just... Okay. You... I mean, I trust you over me, for sure, but, you know... I can't Nobody knows anything. Here's the thing, Zach. You are now the quarterback analyst for the Finicky podcast on uh, the <laughs> NFL draft this year. And I just I just want to bring you back through every evaluation and just have you talk and put him in the rankings. I I think he's gonna he's gonna be if he goes to a really great team, fine, whatever. I don't want him on my team. I it's absolutely has nothing to do with well, a little bit to do. It has a little bit to do. I'm not gonna has a little bit to do with the UW bias. I just man, I don't know. I I he doesn't seem okay. like a guy who's that good. But, like, uh, I just don't – I don't know anything. I don't know anybody. I don't think anybody knows anything. I'm looking at these quarterbacks in Jordan Love, Geno Smith, C.J. Stroud. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, quarterbacks like Blake Bortles. There's just – Baker Mayfield. There's so many ranges of outcomes based on yeah. so many – like, Nobody knows fucking anything. The ecosystem so is everything. They have to have the confidence. They have to fit the system. They have to do all those things, which is why I think you look that we went through the list, man. There's not, there is, there are zero teams in the playoffs right now with a defensive head coach and a mediocre quarterback. There are none. Right. But, but that's right now. Except well, for maybe the Bucks. But that's the just Bucks. what you I'm think about, about to say. Baker Hold Mayfield because he's the number the one Bucks overall pick. Is, uh, the Bucks have like that Ravens blueprint right now, where it's like they all do. defense. They they really do, and and you know they have the 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 you know while Todd Bowles is typically technically the head coach, like they have the Pete Carroll like shadow of what the fuck was his name? Who was the head coach for the stupid? I'm gonna have to look it up. Who was the head coach for the Bucks when they had Brady? Head coach Bucks, the guy from the Steelers. Uh, he looks like Andy Reid. He kind of sounds like Andy Reid. Um, this is so stupid. Uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is still there. And like, 
he's still coaching like from a distance, like getting that offense going. And so like, yeah, Baker Mayfield had a, and who has a better wide receiver core? Like that's, that's what I like to think of. It's like, who has a better wide receiver core than us? Like the bucks have an incredible wide receiver core. We have an incredible wide receiver core. Like we can get away with Geno Smith, uh, which is why I like the Evero higher, but I don't know, man. It's, it's true. You do need like, for if they're if they're gonna clean house and they're gonna restart, it's almost like they need to bring in a veteran offensive coordinator, which isn't something you actually hear being said because offense is a new thing somehow. Well, <laughs> offense yeah. didn't actually exist a few yeah. years ago. Like that's not something. Cause like, do you remember when Sean McVay started and they paid, paired him with Wade Phillips? They're like, hey, nerd, with your offense, you're gonna do the offense. And Wade Phillips is going to pair up with DeMarcus Ware. And they're going to do the defense. And you don't even worry about that. Yeah, shit. it's, it's kind of like we're in like a, a money ball situation in the NFL right now where it's like they're finally letting these young Madden kids be like, let me come up with some offensive schemes that no one can keep up. Play your best defense. Ever. We're going to have so many options. Yeah. I'm and, it, and it's wild, too, because like, Let's look at the Texans and Bobby Slovic. Like, he might get a head coaching job. I don't think he will, but he might. And it's like, you're an offensive coordinator, and you just get C.J. Stroud, and you're just like, yeah, throw it to all these uh, these guys when they do those things. And they're like, yeah, cool. I'm going to throw 15 touchdowns to Nico Collins. And you're like, great. That's awesome. I love that. And it's like, is it is it the head coach? Is it the offensive coordinator? Is it the star quarterback? I go, what, why does this all work? And it's like, you, other teams are like, we'll take that offense. No, we don't get the quarterback yeah. and we don't get the players. We don't get any of that shit, but we get the, yeah. we get but the like, brains. I, my, my dumb person brain barely understands this, but I do know, like, reading about, like, the 49ers, for example, like, their coach is like, I can make my system work with with a quarterback who can do what I need him to do. That's why you can win with Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, it's like, but not Trey need... not the fourth overall pick. It doesn't work with exactly, him. exactly. It doesn't exactly. work with him. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just I just don't know enough. I just don't want a situation where we have like turnover, turnover, turnover. I would like somebody who's like, here's my vision. Let me do my best to achieve it. And we go for something whether it works or not fine but like i just don't want to turn in into what we were like pre which is why Shane Waldron is actually not bad like he's not bad we were not bad on offense we were we took leaps and bounds forward in offense over the past two years they're not going to keep shane waldron probably 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 yeah. not which sucks because that part was working the defense wasn't working and it's weird that I have a, NFL culture, you just have to clean house when that happens. Yeah, that's weird. I have a very serious question. What is Seneca Wallace doing right now? And can he coach a football team? I mean, the crazy thing is that he can throw and catch passes. So it's like he's like a dual threat in that way. Like in a way that no one else except for Marcus Mariota is a dual threat. <laughs> all right. I Dude, but the way my brain remembers Seneca Wallace, I'm like, he's the greatest player greatest of all time. Greatest athlete that's ever happened. And he's probably a big listener, so this is good for us. Um, all right, here's one last thing before we go to the end that I, I don't like to think about, but we might as well do it. Do you think Pete coaches somewhere else next year? Uh, man, I didn't 
until I LA saw that press conference. Loves Pete Carroll. Exactly. So I saw that press conference, and he kind of had this attitude of like, "I'm I'm loyal to the ex that cheated on me right now, but like, the second that I can prove to this yeah. person that well, how badly they fucked up, I will." So like, I do like, think like, like I didn't the Chargers, fucking see that meeting going this way was the vibe I got. Like, yeah. I didn't see that fucking happening. Like Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying all the right things right now. I'm not burning any bridges. Yeah, Their I'm friends are still my friends. I love this but, job yeah. they just gave me. It's great. Yeah, it's... yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he? Again, the Chargers seem like because the Chargers thing is like, what's the big con against that franchise? Is they uh they did like the culture's bad, they uh, the curse of the Chargers, or whatever, like you talk about a guy who will change your culture in your Wipe locker room. It's the fucking... slate clean. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want them to old. do it. Why wouldn't you do this? The greatest coach in L.A. football history. And it makes perfect sense for him. Come here where, like, there's fucking statues and plaques of you. And you're, you're like, even somehow still a bigger celebrity than you are in Seattle. Bring back with, Reggie Bush. And, do play-by-play. Lindale White can coach woo. linebackers. I don't know whatever the fuck he does. Like, yeah, it'd be great. Leonard, we see Leonard every now and again. Leonard's a fun uh, Leonard be uh, right celebrity. back in their offensive coordinating. Yeah. I, who, who doesn't miss early 2000s USC? Uh, we we saw we like 100. We saw Matt Liner a few months ago, and like he's in pretty good shape. He's still handsome. He moves like he got hit by a bus yesterday. <laughs> he he, it, I just it looks like someone just like put all of his body parts back together, and he just learned how to walk again. Is I felt bad for him. Body like, shaming. Like, no, no, no. His body physically like he's immaculate. The way it moves, he doesn't. He walks. <laughs> crooked and he's like leaning funny his arms don't move right his neck's all fucked up they must give him like shots before he goes on air for whatever the fucking show he's on because i'm like dude that guy's fucked up right now but he was nice he was very polite but he moves bad i uh i'm gonna have to think about that for a really long time just i don't know how to describe it you ever like i'm trying to think of a like the cratchit like family a, of just fucking just guys uh, little like one yeah, you know when you fall asleep in like a really fucked up position, and then yeah. you the walk from like the couch that you fell asleep onto the bed is just that. Matt he did does that. that every day. He sleeps on actually everywhere boulders. he goes. Yeah, yeah, to punish himself for the lack of energy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just had a tough workout that day, but it was funny watching him getting out of his car. Uh, I wrote some notes. I don't know if they even matter anymore. Um, I think they do. I really do. I think they matter. Put put. Let your, is it more than a minute? It's more than a minute of notes. No, all these are bad. I wrote them a long time ago. I'm gonna give they're, you they're your one up. minute. I'm gonna give it because we're gonna close up. We'll give you your one minute to race through your notes because it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I don't want to play off, but like we really don't capitalize no. on our last minute. Okay, here we go. It's gonna be good. Don't. Be good. What? Don't say it's going to be good. It's not. It's not. It's going to be great. Okay. It's not. All right. You have one minute and 44 seconds. Oh, scroll through my notes. Tomlin McCarthy out. Eagles need a new coach. Tomlin sucks. Love Jordan Love thriving. Aaron Rodgers sucks ass. Uh, at playing football. At predicting healing timelines. At healing from injury. Everything he does, he sucks ass at. Including hosting segments on a douche. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, do we want Harbaugh? 
Also, fun fact, my phone auto-corrected Harbaugh to garbage, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, let's see. Oh, you're, everyone should go back and read uh, your draft grades because they're hilarious in retrospect. Very, very funny how bad you were at that whole thing. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, one of my secrets to success was not playing you more than once uh, because <laughs> you cheat. You make losses into ties and ties into wins. That's you ridiculous. cheating bastard. Don't but appreciate I that. Phone. All right. That's fine. Uh, I, but I'll say it again, man. This season, uh, I love that everyone was competitive, even if it took bottom, but a computer draft his team. God damn, his AI. God damn. Oh, yeah. The AI controversy. Jesus Christ. The fact that um, bottom was the first to use AI is just unbelievable. I know. I don't know how many wins I got uh, as a champion, but it feels like more than everybody else. And, you know. Being the best, it's a heavy burden. Next year is going to be a lot of pressure on me to repeat. I'm up for the challenge. You know, do your best. Come at the king. And uh, king's going to knock you down. I'm just going to keep the urn and the green jacket here forever, I guess. You want me to get it? I'll pull it out right now. That's the Finnegan Podcast. Good night. <laughs>